everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. On a day that will live in infamy, gravely called 9-11, now 19 years later that saw the destruction of New York's Twin Towers, the loss of nearly 3,000 lives, and a nation driven to her knees in horror because of it, there is one voice that seemed to encapsulate the meaning of it all and the prophetic read that would be birthed because of it, simply called the Harbinger, a.k.a. Warning. And some did for a time heed that warning, sought to understand, repent, pray, return to God, their churches, and to one another in unity and in purpose. So what happened to change all that? To now rioting in the streets, a nation divided, lawlessness that knows no bounds, and corruption and disdain for God that knows no limits and but for the grace and mercy of God, will know no end. Here to talk about this and more from his latest blockbuster release, The Harbinger 2, The Return, is its author and my good friend, founder of HopeOfTheWorld.org, leader of the Jerusalem Center Beth Israel, Wayne, New Jersey, New York Times best-selling author of the explosive and stunning The Harbinger, a.k.a. Warning, and subsequent revelatory best-selling reads, The Mystery of the Shemitah, The Book of Mysteries, The Paradigm, and The Oracle, and heralded prophet for our generation, messianic rabbi, teacher, and named, ladies and gentlemen, one of the nation's top 40 spiritual leaders, along with Billy Graham, Keith Green, and others. His voice has donned the halls of Congress, United Nations, the White House, and more. And yet, this humble evangelist would still reach millions through his compassionate outreaches, if ne'er a book was written, speech, TV, or radio interview given. His name is Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. His mission, one of purity of purpose. And it's my honor to bring his voice once again to testimony. Rabbi Kahn, Jonathan, sir, welcome back to testimony. Great to be with you, Chet. It's always, always a joy from the, from the first time we do this. It's always a joy. Well, it's an absolute honor and joy for me as well. We have a lot to cover for part one of our two-part conversation, so let's get started on your latest great read, The Harbinger 2. Question, what does The Harbinger 2 reveal that the original Harbinger did not? Yeah, the, the Harbinger 2 is going gonna, is gonna to open up, first of all, where we are, what has been happening. Um, you know, with the Harbinger, when I wrote the Harbinger, that was the beginning of a mystery concerning judgment, uh, the progression of judgment, but it was the beginning. So I always knew there was going to be a, a time where I had to write what had happened and where we are and how this has 
uh, progressed and, and what's happening now and where we're going. So, so that was going to happen. So this is going to open up. Are the shakings that are taking place, which you alluded to in the introduction, uh, all over America, um, and has changed our lives right now as no other year ever has. Um, are, are all these things part of that mystery that began with a harbinger, an ancient mystery from the Bible? Is it the, is it the continuation and where does it lead? Are we approaching judgment as a nation? And, and if so, you know, how long do we have and what are we to do and what are we to know about it? And is there hope? And as believers, what, how are we going to, how do we deal with what is yet to come? What is coming and, and how do we prepare? So all those things, the Harbinger Two is going to open up, and, I, and this is the only book I would say, Jason, that I I waited, I held back for years on putting this to paper, um, and it was the year is the only one that I knew I had to write it now. I mean, it had to be for this year now. Wow, is what you wrote in the Harbinger now coming to pass? Well, that that is an amazing thing. I, I was looking back. Uh, at the Harbinger, the, the first book I wrote, which came out about eight years ago. And there's a chapter in it called Things to Come. And when I looked at it, you know, and, and I was looking at what it said, and it it's speaking, it speaks about the shakings that would come on America, and they are coming upon it now. And, and not only does it speak about it, it, it talks about the, what kinds of shakings are coming, and they're coming now. It even... The mystery, and I'm not saying, you know, it's not, it's nothing to do with me. It's the mystery, even from the Bible, even ordains, it ordains the timing of when this had to happen, even this year. I mean, so much so, Jensen, that for years, because of the mystery and the harmature, I was looking at the year 2020 and saying, Lord, is this, is this going to be the year that the shakings come on America, uh, where this all is going to resume? And, you know, the thing is that, that um, you know, it, I'm not saying God has to do something, but if, the, if this template that the Amalgamator is going to come, going to uh, continue, it's going to be this year. So, so uh, and, I, and if we have time, I know, you know, and you're always gracious that we're doing more than one, um, you know, one program on it, I'll, I'll promise the people listening that by the end of this, I'll, I'll actually show exactly, exactly how, uh, how it's, how, you know, how it's come for this exact year. Um, but the other thing is that what happened is a year ago, I was praying, and as I'm praying, um, you know, about this, you know, I said, Lord, you know, what's the next book? And the next book, you know, what's going to be? And it was the Harbinger too. And I was like, I was almost holding back. I was holding back on this. And I also had a strong knowing that this year, this is before 2020, this is last September, that it was going to be a year that was going to be shaking. Um, and I told my congregation the first week of the year, this is going to be a year of great shaking and dark events. But it was going to be the resuming of the Harbinger of that mystery. And so I had to write this book now to warn his people, to tell his people, and whoever would listen to be prepared, to know what's really happening, and to be prepared for what is coming. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, his latest must-read, The Harbinger II, The Return. Rabbi Kahn, Harbinger II opens up the mysteries you just alluded to you could not put into The Harbinger. One of those mysteries concern the mystery behind the Pentagon. Can you explain? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, Jensen, that there's three things of three dimensions of revelation in Harbinger 2, and that is the first part are those things that happened back then at 9 11 
that I could not put in the book. You know, the, the Harbinger is actually one piece of a larger mystery that I could not put in and until the time. Um, the second part is what's happening since, uh, you know, since the Harbinger came out. Has it continued? Have there been more Harbingers? Well, that's the second part. Yes, there have been. It's continued. And the third part is what's happening now and where are we going? Uh, where is it all leading to? So so the first part where you, 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 you mentioned is that. And the Pentagon, well, the thing is that one of the mysteries of judgment in the Bible is that when, when judgment begins on a nation, its powers are shaken. Uh, the, the powers that the nation stand on, the, the, the foundations it trusts in, are shaken. Um, and actually, God brings everything back to the foundation. So one of the, the powers that make America, that makes America what it is, is its military power. It's the military superpower of the world. Um, and the thing is that it begin, when did it begin? It, it was always, this was always an isolationist country. But in World War II, it all changed. America entered the war in 1941. That was the pivotal year that it changed everything and, and it never, and it emerged as a superpower to this day. Well, the same time that America is about to rise up in, in military power, 1941, a building is begun. And that building's going to be linked a sign of that power. It's the Pentagon. And so the first thing is that on on the um, on 9/11, what what gets struck? The Pentagon, sign of American power. But what day was the Pentagon begun? What was what's the birthday? When did they be, be, actually begin building that building? What's the birthday of the Pentagon? The Pentagon was born on September 11th, 9/11. The wow. actual date. And you, the thing is, that it's the mystery of the Bible. That everything comes back to the foundation when judgment begins, and the, and the mystery. And, and uh, another thing to throw in that when you know the Pentagon replaced the, the other building, the War Department building that had existed for sixty years. Well, if you take the date that the Pentagon was begun at sixty years, it takes you to September eleventh, two thousand and one. So the the, the message here uh, biblically is that listen, all the blessings we have, that our military power, our superpower. Our, our time as the head of nations, that all comes from God. But if we, if you, if we turn away from God and we war against God, which is what, what our culture is doing, we do that, that means that power, our military power, is going to crumble. And I'll just throw this in. This goes with it. Uh, but that, you know, there's another power. What's the other power? The other power is our economic power. Where did that begin? What is that? Where does that center on? Not Washington. That center is on New York. New York has always been the center, you know, of, of the economic rise of America. Well, when did it begin? It all began when Henry Hudson discovered Manhattan, and they planted it. And so, but what day was it? New York was born on 9-11, September 11th. New York, the birthday of New York City, is 9-11. So the, the, the day that the power of America began to rise, economic power and military power, all began on 9-11. So that's why 9-11 was 9-11. And so it all comes back. So, so the 9-11 not only came to, to Washington, but to New York City and to the symbol of America's economic power. Each was struck on the day of its birth. God says, you know, I'll bring it all back to the foundation. The warning with that is that if we don't turn back to God, all our, bless, all our economic blessings, prosperity come from God. If we don't turn back, those that we keep warring against God, that blessing, our prosperity, all those things, is going to crumble, and we could even see shadows of that even now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, his explosive must-read, The Harbinger 2. Before anyone realized what was happening on 9-11, you say 
there was an ancient alarm that was sounding. What was that? There is a, a sign in the Bible. It, it's, a, it's an alarm. It's a sound of judgment. Um, and, and it's a sound also of, it's a sound of the watchman. It's the shofar. It's the trumpet. The, the ancient watchman would stand on the walls, and if he saw danger coming to the city, would sound the shofar, the alarm. So if you heard the sound of the shofar, you knew an enemy was coming against the city. And also, it, again, it was the sound of judgment. The prophets speak about that. I mean, I, very, uh, continuously. So here's the thing. I mean, before the Pentagon knew about it, before intelligence knew that there was any attack, before the attack even happened that morning, all throughout the northeast of America, the ancient sound of the alarm of an enemy coming, the enemy that began sounding through the, through the northeast. And the amazing thing is, the shofars were sounding all over. The amazing thing is, not only that, but where it sounded, because the sounding, according to an ancient ordinance, began in, when, when the sun was rising, which happened, it began first in Maine. Maine is where 9-11 began with the first terrorists. They were in Maine. And as they're, they're beginning to enact their plan, the trumpets start sounding in Maine. And then the trumpets start sounding in Boston. And then the terrorists come to Boston. And then the, the trumpets of God of the Bible start sounding in New York City. Warning, it's coming. And they, they take flight and start heading to New York City. And finally, the trumpets start sounding in Washington. And then they head to Washington in order. And the thing is, the trumpets started at the very moment that the terrorists were beginning their plan. And they were appointed by ancient ordinance to stop sounding at about 1030 that morning. Well, the last event of 9-11 is the fall of the North Tower. It happened just about 1029. And then the trumpets stopped sounding. The trumpets of God. So God, there's warning and I believe God is sending his warning or his trumpet as warning America. I mean, I believe the harbinger was, I was called to do that as a trumpet sound. The harbinger too is we're at even more dangerous time now as a trumpet sound. So, but if we don't heed the warning, you know, if we don't listen to the trumpet, the warning, the call of God, then what happens? Well, then there comes tragedy. So, so let me, okay, let me, let me just throw in one other thing about this. And that is that I'll uh, talk about the morning of 9-11. Uh, before 9-11 happened, in the days leading up to it, there was an appointed scripture, an ancient scripture, appointed for that morning from ancient times. And what was that scripture? It was read all in the synagogues all over America, and it was read in New York City, chanted. The word that was appointed was God saying to the nation, he's speaking to Israel initially, but this applies down to America, he said, listen, if you follow me, you'll be the most blessed nation on earth. Well, that happened to that happened to America, most prosperous, most powerful. But if you turn away from me and you turn against me, what's going to happen? Our judgments are going to come, and your, the the blessings that you've known are going to be withdrawn. And so, what happens is it gives the exact way. It says a, an enemy will come from a faraway land and will attack you. At your gate, now the gate of America is actually New York City. The enemy will come, 9-11. The enemy will come, attack you, he'll be brutal, speak a foreign language you don't understand. Uh, it says on that day, uh, there'll be a rain of dust uh, upon the land. Well, on 9-11, there was a rain of dust on New York City. It said that the, the it says in the, in the prophecy read on that day, it says that the uh, ground beneath you will be iron, 
and the, and the sky above you will be copper. Well, on 9-11, the ground be, was, was, was of, not, of ground zero became, was, uh, was steel, an uh, ally of iron, and, and the cloud above New York City was made up of copper. Uh, and, so, and, and then it says the enemy will come like an eagle on your land. He'll come like an eagle. Well, 9-11, they came like an eagle from the sky with wings. And it says, we'll come like an eagle swooping down, the Hebrew says, swooping down. Well, 9-11 was the eagle. They all swooped down. And the sign of an eagle swooping down is actually a sign of judgment. On the first plane that, that began 9-11, on the back was a, an image. The image was of an eagle swooping down, the biblical sign of judgment. Wow. Oh, my ladies and gentlemen, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, his explosive runaway bestseller, The Harbinger 2, The Return for Part 1 of our two-part conversation today. There was a scripture that was read the morning of 9-11 before the attack that you talk about. What was that scripture, Rabbi Kahn? Yeah, yeah, Jensen. You remember, and everybody who's read the Harbinger knows that the key scripture of that of that of that mystery is Isaiah nine ten. The bricks have fallen. They said, you know, when when the attack came on ancient Israel, they they you know they're they're basically saying they're going to defy God, but but it was talking about the attack that came upon the land um, and the beginning of judgment and their their response, which was defiance. Well, here's the thing. What I'm going to share with you right now. I had no idea, zero idea, when I wrote The Harbinger, and that is this. On that morning of 9-11, all across this country, all over, Bibles were being opened up before the attack happened. Bibles were being opened up all over, and, and they were reading, believers all over the country were reading Isaiah 9:10, the scripture that speaks of the attack on the land before it happened and the beginning of judgment of a nation before it happened. They were reading about the, it says the sycamore is struck down. Well, there was an actual sycamore that was struck down at ground zero. They're reading about it before it happened. And the reason is, an amazing thing, uh, most people who are listening have heard about the one-year Bible. The one-year Bible is basically has a, has a portion of Scripture for every day of the year. If you go to the one-year Bible, it's called the one-year Bible, you go to Isaiah 9:10, the Harbinger Scripture, and you, it's about the attack of the land, beginning of judgment. Look at the top of the page, and you're going to see a date. The date you're going to see is September 11th. It was all there in the one-year Bible. It was all joined together that September 11th would be the date of the attack of the enemy, beginning of judgment. And, and you know, this Bible, this one-year Bible, came out in the 1980s, 16 years before 9-11. And so for 16 years... Believers across the across America were opening their every year on 9/11. They were opening up their Bibles before 9/11. They were opening up their Bibles every year to the Scripture about the attack on the land and the 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 enemy strike and the beginning of a nation's judgment for for 16 years. It was all there. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, again, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, you can get his explosive must-read at theharbingerreturns.com or hopeoftheworld.org. Next question. Jonathan, in your book, you talk about some of the signs and harbingers that have appeared in America since the harbinger came out that you alluded to in some respect. What is the judgment tree okay when, when 
Um, the harbingers appeared, and this is in the first book, there was nine specific harbingers, and they all appeared. And one of them, as I alluded to, concerned that, that tree. Scripture, Isaiah 9.10, that speaks of the attack uh, on ancient Israel. It says, the sycamore tree has been struck down. Okay, the, the, the mystery, we, as, as we allude to, continues. It doesn't stop with 9-11. The harbingers appear after it. Uh, you know, and then, but the, but the other thing is, the, the mystery is that, part of the harbinger is that the nation itself is going to turn away from God. In other words, ancient Israel, after they got all these warnings, they turned away from God more. They, they raced away from God. Well, the mystery is that America, it's not just the signs, you know, these, these, these harbingers. America itself, in a sense, has become a harbinger because America has been following the footsteps of ancient Israel and getting worse, you know, and, follow, and, and defying God. So, so it's heading, it's actually we're following it, and that's why everything we're doing right now, it's all been following what ancient Israel did, and ancient Israel led to destruction. Well, well one of those, so after, so after the harbinger came out, more signs have been appearing, uh, a warning. So one of them is, is one of the nine harbingers that's in the original book. The, the scripture says, you know, Isaiah 9, 10, the bricks have fallen in the attack, but we will rebuild with quarried stones. We're going to defy it. The sycamore has been struck down in the attack, but we will we will plant cedars, or the real word in Hebrew is Erez tree, uh, in their place. So what's happening is they're saying that, look, no matter what happens, we're coming back stronger. We're, we're not going to come back to God. We're not going to repent. We're going to come back stronger without God. Well, that's the problem. That's what America did. That's what Israel did. That's what America did. And the harbinger uh, speaks about the, the tree, Sycamore. Well, in the last moments of 9-11, uh, 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 the tower's coming down, the North Tower we spoke about. It sends forth a, a beam that strikes down an object at ground zero. The object is a tree, and the tree is a sycamore, exactly as the Bible said, and now a sign of judgment. But then it says, but we will plant cedar or erez tree in its place. Well, two years after 9-11, a tree appears in the sky. It's being lowered over ground zero. And it's being lowered over the place where the sycamore stood. They're planting this this tree in the place of the sycamore, as in the in Isaiah nine ten. And what kind of tree is it? It's an Erez tree, and they have no idea what they're doing. But it's an Erez tree. <laughs> I mean, I mean, amazing. But it's a sign of judgment. So they plant it there, and, and basically, that's it's a sign saying, you know, hey, we're, this tree is a stronger tree than the sycamore. So it's a sign that we're coming back stronger. And so that's what they do. And they even call it. They have a ceremony. They call it at New York. They call it the Tree of Hope. It's you know, America's coming back stronger than ever. Well, well, here's the thing. There's another sign of judgment, and that is in the Bible, and we all know it. It's the withering away of a tree. It's a sign of national judgment. Well, what happened to that harbinger? Since the book, the tree of hope started to wither away. It represents America. It's, it withered away. And whatever they, they tried to do all these things, but it kept withering. All around it, the trees were, were prospering. But the tree, the harbinger tree, was withering, representing America. And, and then, you know, Obama, the president, comes down to ground zero, and he's supposed to read a scripture. He reads it, but he changes the word. The scripture says, says God will bless the nation. He will break the bow, like he'll break the bow and arrow. He'll break the weapon and bring peace. But, but he changes the word. And it said, it said he reads, he breaks the, not the bow, but the bow. To break the bow, to break the branch, is a sign in the Bible of national judgment. Right. So, so he says it, and and what happens is there's a tree not far from him when he says it. It's the tree. It's that tree of hope. 
Willie Lloyd, they start breaking off its branches, just like he said. And then the final sign is that in the Bible, it talks about the fall of the Eris tree. See, the Eris tree is a really strong tree. So if it falls, it's saying there's a big judgment coming, there's a big fall of a nation coming. Well, the, the Eris tree at ground zero, the tree of hope, has fallen. It fell, represents America, fell, it was destroyed, and it fell on a Hebrew holy day, on Passover. And one of the signs of the Bible also of, of judgment, it says that the moon will be darkened, will turn blood red. That night, the moon turned blood red. And, and so the, the, here is all these signs, the, the symbol of America. And so what it's saying is, listen, if the fall of a sycamore uh, speaks of 9-11, what does the fall of a much stronger tree, the, this, the Eris trees, it, it means there's something greater than 9-11 coming if we don't turn back to God. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, his latest must-read, The Harbinger 2, The Return, which, by the way, is being released in conjunction with The Return to be held on the steps of the Washington Mall, Washington, D.C., September 26th. 2020. We're going to get more into that in our next segment. You don't want to miss. So for our remaining time here today, Rabbi Khan, you talk about an image that appeared in New York City. Can you elaborate? Yeah, this is one of the signs that appeared after the Harbinger, uh, after I wrote Harbinger, and that is this. In the last days of Israel, images of the gods start appearing in the land. You know, it's one of the signs that the judgment that the prophet Ezekiel is taken to the holy place, and it says, what do you see? He says, I saw the image. It was an image of a god. And then, then God says, well, now judgment's coming. Well, this is a sign. Well, could an image of a false god as a sign of judgment, could that have appeared in America? It did. It appeared in New York City. And it, they, what they did is they projected an image of a foreign god, a false god, onto the Empire State Building. And so the whole Empire State Building becomes an idol. And, and it, it was so colossal that the face of this god was so big, it was over 300 feet high, just the face. It had to be the largest false god in the world. And the thing is, you know, the Bible says, what are those who call evil good and good evil? And, and that put light for darkness. Well, they actually, New York was using light to create the image of darkness, the god of, it's the, Kali is the god, it was the god Kali, god of darkness. And on that day, it was a Sabbath, so the scrolls were being opened. All around, there was an appointed word for that day. And what was the appointed word? It was God saying, do not, do not make an image, because it's going to bring judgment on the land. And that's the day we made the image. And that god, Kali, is also the god of death and destruction looming over New York City. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, founder of Hope of the World Ministries, senior pastor of the Jerusalem Center, Beth Israel, New York Times bestselling author of The Harbinger, The Mystery of the Shemitah, The Book of Mysteries, The Paradigm, The Oracle, and now in his latest blockbuster reveal, The Harbinger 2, the return. You can learn more about Jonathan's work, ministry, and mission by visiting hopeoftheworld.org and get his book, Harbinger 2, at theharbingerreturns.com. And then join Rabbi Khan and other faith leaders for the historic 
The Return, National and Global Day of Repentance and Prayer on the Washington Mall, D.C., September 26, 2020. Learn more at thereturn.org. Get involved, be a part, share the link. You will be blessed and given hope that you did. Rabbi Khan Jonathan, thank you for taking precious time to share your stunning revelations as chronicled in your must-read, The Harbinger to The Return. We look forward to hearing much, much more next week. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. Thank you. We are standing at the crossroads, a moment that could seal the future for calamity, or redemption. We've driven God out of our culture, out of our lives. We war against His ways. The only answer is to return before it's too late, to bring healing, restoration, and revival. Return to God, and He will return to us. The Return, September 26, 2020. Go to thereturn.org. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.